Hi, you're listening to episode 18 of the Spinoff Success Podcast. Welcome to the Spinoff Success Podcast with Beth Phillips. Join me each week for inspiring stories about people leveraging tools, platforms, systems, and skills to create thriving businesses, successful side hustles, and surprising new careers. Tune in to discover how to turn your skills and expertise into a spinoff success. Hi, and welcome back to part two of my interview with Matt McWilliams. Um, In this segment, Matt goes a little bit more into um, just basic sales strategies, how to um, give your audience what it wants, how to decide and figure out what your audience wants. He also talks about the way he brainstorms and repurposes content in a way that I've never heard before. And so I wanted to share it with you. And again, um, I wanted to put all this information in part two because I want to be respectful of your time. So I hope you get a lot out of it. And if you haven't already, uh, based on the interview in part one, definitely reach out to Matt. He's a super engaging and generous guy. He has a lot to offer and check out what he teaches. So I hope you enjoy part two of my interview with Matt McWilliams. And don't be surprised that we pick up literally where we left off in the last episode. You know, so you think about it, think about like, for example, in the, like in in the, the concept of like productivity, productivity is this kind of ethereal, it's this big niche, right? Yeah. Because productivity, you're, you're talking about uh, time management, you're talking about health and fitness, you're talking about, you know, de- learning how to uh, lead, how to Habits. be a leader, how to delegate. Yeah. You're, you're talking about all these different pieces of, let's just, we'll just use three, keep this as small as possible. Mm-hmm. And so what you find is your productivity audience, as you promote affiliate offers, they, they bought, you know, like a large percentage of them bought a course on time management that you promoted worth $500. Yeah. But then you turned around and you promoted a couple of things on the health and fitness space. And one was like $30 and one was $1,000 and neither one of them sold worth a darn. Mm-hmm. And then you went to the leadership side and what you discovered was not as many people bought, but it was a $2,000 product. So what have you learned about your audience on a macro level there? Well, they say they care about health and fitness and they'll read your free content and watch your free videos all day long, uh-huh. but they're not paying for results. Yeah. Okay. So you can continue to include those periodically to, you know, to make your audience happy, but you're not going to create a product around it. Right. It's just right. not worth it. Yeah. But you've learned that maybe what your audience really needs because of the, you know, one of the things you've learned is first of all, they'll pay for a mid-level product about time management, you know, mm-hmm. four or $500 product. Um, but there's, there's a demand. So you might want to test something out, which is what if you started a leadership mastermind that was a thousand dollars a month? It's a high ticket item. Mm-hmm. You just got eight people paying you a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And my point is when you do affiliate marketing with no risk whatsoever, you get to learn what your audience is willing to create a financial transaction for. And that ultimately yeah. as a business owner, that's what matters. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, is you mentioned, um, your students, what, what's your model? Is it a membership model or is it course launches or do you have a few courses? 
Yeah, we actually right now have two courses, one that trains people on how to run affiliate programs and uh, for product creators called Seven Figure Affiliate Launch, where we basically open up our playbook. You know, I've been mm -hmm. uh, this most recent launch that we we had, we ran it was my 45th product launch. Um, of so your I've been own doing or somebody else's, like including yep. your clients. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. Plus, you know, I mean, I've run some uh, what are called evergreen programs where, you know, products available year round. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I've worked what, with. What's your opinion about the difference? Does it depend on the product, whether it should be evergreen or um, a it does. Like launch model? Um, and second, I'll explain, I'll kind of, I'll walk you through that formula. Mm -hmm. um, but just real quick, you know, seven figure affiliate launch, like, I mean, I've worked with hundreds of thousands of affiliates. So mm. every industry you can imagine, uh, that's what that is. And then cool. no product, no problem teaches people how to start making money with affiliate marketing. Oh. Um, to answer your question, evergreen versus launch, there's a couple things you got to look at first. One, if the product has a natural affinity for a launch, then you have to go that way. So for example, Michael Hyatt's five days to your best year ever. Yeah. When's the best time to start having your best year ever? Jan 1. Yeah. <laughs> so when does this course launch? In December. Yeah. It's, it has a natural thing. Yeah. If you are teaching the course live, for instance, uh, we have a program called List Launch. List Launch is a 12-week program. I can't let you in in week three. It would not oh, make yeah. any sense. So we launch it once a year. And you start on week one and you work through week 12 and there's, there's like half of the weeks are not just me teaching a live, but there's actually a live component like this, like literally yesterday, actually it was two days ago or in week two, week two is all about reviewing lead magnets. So I'm literally like live reviewing and giving people suggestions. I, I can't do that. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a part of a course that you just kind of go through so that if there's a, if it just makes sense. Yeah. Then you launch. You have to have a launch and you have to shut mm -hmm. down registration. Okay. Now, if it makes sense to be, you know, it's a more of a, a commodity, if it's more of a retail product, it just makes sense to have it available year round yeah. or there's no, you can have it evergreen. What we actually recommend is having a hybrid model for most stuff. Oh. So for instance, no product, no problem. It's available about 10 months out of the year. Mm -hmm. We actually do after our big launch, we shut down registration for two months because we don't want, we want to kind of homogenize that group. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, that's a good Just idea. Having like one random person or four random yeah, people. Yeah, that's a good idea. Five is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, with our launch, there are bonuses that are only available during that launch. Okay. Um, thousands of dollars worth of bonuses are only available if you sign up. Like this year, it was between uh, June 11th and June 13th. That was our window for signing up. Mm -hmm. But it's available about 10 months out of the year through an evergreen webinar funnel that people can go to sign up, sign up through the webinar. And so we'll have, you know, a new student about every other day popping in, you know, and it's not enough to, you know, it doesn't really, by that time, that group that was going through together, they've, they're together, you yeah, know? So then, then do, do they support in. each other? That sort of thing. Yep. They kind of yeah, know each so other. The beauty to that is, um, and I, it shouldn't be this way mathematically, but think of it as the ever, your evergreen products pay the bills. Mm -hmm. They keep the lights on. They pay for your employees. They, you know, they they pay for your food and all that. That's that's like your evergreen. Your launches, whether you do, you know, two, three a year. We do two for our own stuff because we have two big products. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, we'll do three. Sorry, um, we'll do three a year. That's your like 
you know, that's your, that's how you get rich. <laughs> you know, Good, right? yeah. that's your big influx of cash. Yeah. So the beauty to evergreen is that you have a nice steady, you know, R- predictable say, in our, in our yeah. business, 10 to 15 to sometimes, you know, high teens, you know, under 20, we'll just call it 15 on average, mm-hmm. $15,000 on average every month. Just it's like clockwork, yeah, you know, it's nice. somewhere between 10 and 20, but then our launches are where we'll bring in, you know, between a half million plus boom like that's that. Fun. That's fun. And so fun. that's why I love the hybrid model Yeah. because the other benefit to the launch is it's a defined period of time mm-hmm. where you're asking people to promote you from a, from an affiliate perspective. We'll have hundreds of affiliates promoting all at once. We get to create competition with them. Yeah. There's incentives for them. There's some prizes available. You know, we're going to pay out, uh, we had a, a $225,000 worth of prizes available to our affiliates during our launch. I can't do that in an evergreen. Yeah. yeah. Advantage to the evergreen is that, well, if that defined period of about 14 days doesn't work for you, cool, let's do something in September. Let's do something in October. You know, mm-hmm. when does it work for your schedule? We'll do a, a mini promo together. But the other thing is what Jeff Walker calls the launch echo. When you have hundreds of people promoting you, and it's all over Facebook, it's all over Twitter, it's in everybody's email box. You get these emails like I got where it's just like, dude, you are everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And what two things happen? One, you're just your your potential audience is just their mind is blown by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Other partners also see it, and so you know we had people reaching out just as we knew would happen. Yeah, saying, dude, it's organic. I, can't do this this time, you know, I, I, you know, I don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. doesn't work out for me to start this time. Um, sign me up for your next big promo. I mean, you're everywhere. The people you have promoting this are, are awesome. Mm-hmm. Watched your live cast last night, whatever it is, you know, and then you're able to do things like in a launch because you have so many people going through it once that like the last two days of our launch, we did a five hour live cast. Where we brought on affiliates. We brought on new students. We brought on old students this big event. And then we did it the last day we did a six hour AMA, you know, and wow. ask me anything Q and a, and you can do stuff like that in the launch environment. You can't yeah. do that everything because there's just not enough people in the ecosystem. Right. So when we do the live, AMA, there's like, you can look at the numbers on the screen, you know, there's 300, 400 people on live at any moment in time. Yeah. Um, if we do that evergreen, you know, weekend, we got there, it'd be like seven people. doesn't really have that same, you know, that same vibe. So it my sounds- recommendation is, Oh, go ahead. Any individual product, once a year, you pick a time, you own that time. It's the same time every year. It's it's the week after Memorial, you know, for us, it's the week after Memorial Day. The Wednesday, I should say the Wednesday of Memorial Day. So Memorial Day is Monday. That Wednesday, our launch starts. It ends three Fridays later. It's it's 16 or whatever, 17, I don't know. Yeah, 17 days long. I'm doing the math right. It's 17 days. That's our window. It's within six days of the same time. Every single year, we own that time. Michael Hyatt, it's the week after Thanksgiving through December 15th. They mm-hmm. own that time. Okay. You do that once a year. And then if your product lends it to, you know, to that, you can have an evergreen version, you know, running. We recommend about 10 months a year. Like I said, after a big yeah. launch, you want to at least have two months off. Um, it just, it's, there's so much that happens in those two months. Yeah. Um, and it helped me, you know, might be six weeks, might be whatever, but give yourself at least a month, you know, off to really focus on your new students. Yeah. So in the, in the, the one course about 
affiliate managing. Would you have like some, I would imagine you have an expertise to sort of tell people whether what they have in mind for a product is appropriate, even for a course. I mean, do you get, do you even get to that? Because I would like what you have and your expertise really lends itself to teaching people how to do it in many different ways. Um, And so you, you can have like an evergreen product and launch model products, but do you, of all your students, do you feel like people can, like across a bunch of different industries, could um, find a course, teach a course on just about anything? Yeah, and it doesn't have to be courses. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, what we t- I've worked in retail. I worked with Shutterfly for years. Oh. I've worked in uh, the lead gen industry and insurance and, and financial, you know, mm-hmm. lead generation like B two B. Yeah. Uh, I've done you know courses. I've done I've done physical courses, you know, literally yeah. uh, I've got boxes of learn and master guitar, learn and master drums, mm-hmm. learn and master okay. piano uh, across my office. You know, cause I worked with a company about eight years ago that did that where we ship those. And that's, you know, that's a, a product, a course, mm-hmm. but it's not something, you know, it's not make money online, so right. to speak. Right. I've worked with, you know, as far as clients, gosh, I've worked with people who, you know, teach everything from self-improvement to mm-hmm. marketing to uh, platform building, to goal setting, to productivity. Um, <laughs> never done. I've done it, but never, you know, in this world. It's been a long time. Uh, um, and gosh, like I said, you know, retail worked with, uh, you know, Adidas and uh, not Adidas and Shutterfly. I did work with Shutterfly. I said that already, but Adidas and Reebok. Oh, okay. um, you know, a Target, you know, our companies. I mean, so uh, worked with a company. You know, we did wedding paper, mm. you know, wedding mm-hmm. invitations and save the oh, dates. Okay. Wow. You have run across. Yeah. You name it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've worked in at least some variant of just about any industry. The principles are the same. same. Like, I mean, I was simultaneously working with a company in, you know, the instruction space, you know, guitar, piano, sign language, painting and all that. And a lead generation company. Uh, I was simultaneous because I had about a month overlap, and it didn't really require any different parts of my brain. Oh, okay. And years later when I got into consulting because I, I got laid off from a company that I went to work for, and I had so many offers, I couldn't say no to any of them, so that's how I started doing consulting. I was like, well, I'll just say yes to all of you, but I'm only going to work 10 hours a week with each of you, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, I was simultaneously working for a company doing insurance leads, a different company at that point, uh, working with Shutterfly. Oh, wow. And working with Adidas while consulting a guitar instructor on how to build up, you know, his core wow. sales. Yeah. And so I'm, I mean, those are like various industries all at the same time. And at no point did I ever feel like I was bouncing around, mm-hmm. you know, mentally. Yeah. The principles are still yeah. the same. And so, yeah, absolutely. If somebody comes to me and says, this is a good product idea, the answer to that, I mean, the, the simple answer to that is, first of all, is your audience asking for this? Uh-huh. You have people asking, is this a good product or, or, you know, for this product? Secondly, find a similar product like we talked about. Go promote it as an affiliate. Yeah. Um, then go promote another one and, and another one and another one and see, okay, what what price points are they reacting to? What, uh, what styles are they reacting to? How do they like to be sold to? Do they want a course that's, um, you know, I mentioned the different uh, versions there. Do they want yeah. a course that's 12 week, you know, you walk through with, go through, or do they want an all at once course? Do they want a course that's digital or do they want to go to a live event? Mm-hmm. Do they want to pay a thousand dollars a month 
and be coached or do they want a $2,000 go through it yourself product? Do they want a course that has a, a community or do they want to do it on their own? You know, and so you learn those things pre making your own product yeah, yeah. because here's the thing. The answer to every one of those questions in every industry is I don't know. Yeah. And you don't know either. Yeah. Until you try some different stuff. And so we found, you know, for, for our students, for my audience, the tribe that I attract, they like a course that they can access all at once. Mm-hmm. But they also like some guides that teach them, okay, you're in week one, here's what you do. Week two, here's what you do. They want a 90-day action plan. That's the second part. The third part they want is they want the live interaction. They want the community. Our community in No Product, No Problem is unfreaking believable They are helping each other, supporting each other. Like uh, Mark on our team, said, he, he said something the other day that I loved. He said, Every single person that buys makes our course better because the community is amazing. Like That's they'll go so in, cool. somebody will post in there that they can't figure out something. And within hours, there's like four people who recorded a screencast video showing them how to do what they need to do. Oh, that's awesome. With, you know, the, when somebody's down, like we had a lady the other day. Uh, so she's in our list launch course and I I did the, the critiques of their opt-ins and I said, I said, point blank, I said, this is not a good one for your audience. Let me explain why. And she posted in the Facebook group. She goes, I feel like such a failure. You know, I totally screwed this up. And immediately, like the whole community jumps in. She's like, they're like, no, no, no. Uh, (laughs) You're not, no, no. You're learning. It's the second week you've been been doing this for 11 days. Don't feel that way. (laughs) I I screwed up. Did you see see what Matt said about mine? You know, And, and so... Like that's the beauty of that community. So we found that, you know, my people, the the people that we want to attract want that community. They want the live call every month. They want me to pop in and do a Facebook live, you know, every, Mm -hmm. every week as a part of the course, just to answer some questions. And, you know, they want to be able to access me. They don't want to just feel like they're alone. You know what? Some people do. They don't want those things. Yeah, That's not we attract. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you have a few minutes, but I wanted to ask you real quick about the podcast. Yeah. Um, first of all, I love the format of it. I love that it's just like succinct and um, real. Um, and I think it applies to business in general and mindset in general. Yeah. Um, but how you produce so many of them. I don't even know how you keep up with that content. Um, and whether you just love to do it or whether it's like a marketing tool. Um, just tell me. It's both. Oh, okay. It's cool. both. I, I'll tell you, let me, I'll just give you the workflow. I mean, I, I've said this publicly. So, this, um, oh, good. Yeah. You know, um, first of all, yeah, the beauty of doing a, you know, a seven to 12 minute podcast episode is I can fit that in between meetings or something, okay. you know? So I never will ever have a shortage of content. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, Right now, we have a, a an Asana task. Asana is a, Asana is a yeah. project management tool. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a task in there with about 55 video titles oh. that I've already recorded, and they just haven't been released yet. Oh, really? Okay. Um, not to mention another project that's got over 200 blog post ideas. Yeah. Uh, the the here's where which can be podcasts, which can be videos, which can be anything. Yeah. So the flow for us now is we. I record a video. I record the video into the audio. Probably, I would say 80% of the podcast episodes will also be released at some point as a video. Okay. 
Um, now it might be a little bit different version or it might not be, you know, you might, some of my literally, it's just a podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, I'm killing two birds with one stone yeah. there at some point over the next couple of years, uh, our content director will take that audio or that video and turn it into a written blog post okay. or we'll combine two or we'll, you know, divide, maybe take up a, a podcast and, you know, divide it into two blog posts. It just, you know, kind of depends. Um, you know, the other day he wrote one and he was like, yeah, it was a combination of this video, this podcast and an old blog post you wrote. I was like, awesome. You know? (laughs) So first of all, repurpose your content as much as possible. Not like our rule is we basically, everything is on a nine month cycle. So what that means is you really only have to create content for nine months. If you can fill a nine-month calendar, you can repurpose it uh, pretty much, you know, like forever. And then what you do is you use, you know, your podcast, use your podcast, your videos for more timely things. So, for instance, Facebook releases some huge update today. I'm going to do a podcast on that tomorrow Mm -hmm. and I'm going to release that. Here's the thing about doing a written version of that is it's going to be completely a moot point. Yeah. Yeah two days from now, yeah, you know, so you can use your podcast as more of like a quick reaction force, you know, so to speak and, and do things like that. But start with, um, just carry a, I just had mine. Oh, it's over here. Okay. Um, I have, I wish I could show it to you. I've got this little, it is says it's on here that it is six and a half by four and a half, four and three quarters. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Six and a half by four and three quarters. I can fit it in my pocket. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just this little journal. I don't know if it says the number of pages. It's roughly 60 pages, 80 pages. So it's small. Um, and it's just, I mean, right now I'm just looking through and it's, it's just things that when I'm in random places, so how John Meese made, you know, $5,000 in affiliate commissions with a list of XXXXX, you know, so I interviewed how to promote evergreen products that, uh, I can't read my writing, (laughs) um, resources page, best practice. Uh, how to maximize affiliate commissions with a small list, one-on-one, uh, lot, with some ideas on that. How to warm up your list prior to aff- – how to run – these are all things that have gone live now. Hmm. The fastest way to get top affiliates, if your sales voice – is your sales voice different from your regular voice? You know, Stay on brand if you want to have some notes. Top three affiliate programs for new bloggers. It's just five killer ways to use a, vi- a video for your affiliate promos. I mean I could literally just go on and you what you're what you'd be hearing that I'm reading from this. Yeah is stuff that eventually became content. Yeah. And this book, I mean, I've got, I've got five or six of these filled. Really? Oh, that's cool. um, and this one right here is about a third, uh, you know, halfway full. Yeah. That's a starting point is you just sit down and just start writing stuff. Like people say, oh, I can't think of content. Have you ever really just spent three hours just thinking? Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone for a walk and just started thinking? And so think about where were you, you know, your audience is typically somewhere between six months and six years behind you. What did you need to know? Mm-hmm. What drives you nuts? Then what happens is once you start creating good content and getting people in, you start sending out emails periodically. And ours, it's an autoresponder that goes out the day after they sign up. And then we have another one that goes out, I think it's like 180 days after they sign up. And we basically say, hey, what do you want to learn? Tell or, or even just, you know, sometimes it's not even what do you want to learn is tell me about yourself. Yeah. And you know what? When people start telling you about their self, there's your content. I mean, I, I'm looking at in Asana, this blog post, which again, blog post just is what it's called. It's called blog post ideas. Blog post ideas end up being videos, podcasts, whatever. 
There are 17 tasks in the last nine days added. That's oh, wow. 17 emails that somebody sent me that generated something. Now, of those, three or four of them are not good ideas. Mm-hmm. They'll end up getting scrapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them are probably duplicates of something else and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But let's call it 10, even five. Yeah. If you get one a week, there's your content. When we were first starting out, I only had, a, you know, a thousand people on my list. I was getting like, you know, two signups a week. Guess how many emails I got back every week? About one. Uh-huh. So, there, but there's content that now goes, add that to my big old list of things right. that I could write about. And then you do a, so here's one. I'll just use this as an example. Um, just give you an idea. So this three keys to recruiting affiliates that you don't know. That was originally supposed to be a single blog blog post. It actually ended up turning into a three-part blog post that turned into a three-part video series, which turned into a three-part podcast series. That's nine pieces of content. Yeah. I could have gone a different way with that. I could have put all three, say, in a podcast and had a download to go get, you know, something and blah, blah, blah. And there's an opt-in. Um, here's one, you know, how to get affiliates to mail more often. I've got like seven things here. What we ended up doing was that was a one blog post that we turned into a podcast series. We did the same thing with, uh, it was, uh, uh, a thing I did. It was called, uh, it was like the five keys to closing more affiliate sales. And I did this big study and I had all this documentation and all these numbers in this blog post, epic blog post. And there were five. Mm-hmm. Well, over time we ended up with 10, you know, we, we learn more and we got, we, now we have 10. Okay. So I was like, wait a minute. I could literally, first of all, I could turn that, those 10 into a webinar. So we turned those into a webinar. Those 10 turned into a, um, a 10 part podcast series. And then wow. I basically, what I said was, Hey, if you want to get all 10, you don't want to have to like go attend this webinar. I've also got this, this, and this, you know, we included some swipe files in there that we could, I can't just read you the swipe file on the, you know, on the podcast. Yeah. So go to this and I'll send you this. So now it's an opt in cause they got to opt in for the webinar mm-hmm. and that webinar sells the course. Yeah. So that's 10 podcasts that I was releasing in, you know, I don't know if you listen to that series, but I was releasing those every two to three days that's a month's worth of yeah. content from one blog post. One blog post that started off with five. Yeah. That's how you create content. It just, but it all starts with you. Just get, you got to just like stop. No excuses on. Oh, I can't think of anything. Yeah. You yes you can. Yeah. You just have once to you get intentional started. about, it. Mm-hmm. and then carry that journal around with you, because every time something random pops in your head, and I will I I'm looking at this one has about forty pages. About this one's got about thirty pages worth. I would say I've written 25 to 30 blog posts slash video slash podcast episodes in here. Mm. Let's just go with 25. I probably only used like 15 of them. 10 of them ended up sucking. Mm-hmm. I went back and looked later. I was like, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> you know, or here's one, you know, an entire post about calling prospective buyers. I went, nope, that needs to go. I'm going to add that. So what we did was we had, it was like three creative ways to, Go the extra mile with your, you know, in your affiliate promotions. Well, well, I wrote that post three years ago, Beth. Okay. I ninety-two percent of the people on my email list weren't on my email list three years ago. Oh, yeah. So what we'll do okay. periodically, about once a month, is we'll pick an. In fact, today's post that went 
it was like the it was like 10, 10 writing rules, 10 rules for writing better stuff. Is the single most responded to email that I've sent out, blog post that we published in the in the previous 90 days. Wow. I wrote it three years ago. That's awesome. All we did was tweak one thing. So what I did, just to give you an example, I had this entire idea for calling prospective buyers. I was like, I don't know if I can stretch. I don't know if I can make that that long of a post, you know? But I can take that, that three creative ways. I can go update and say, this post was updated in May of 2018. Oh, right. New idea. I push people to that. I, I barely had to create any content. Yeah. And now since 92% of the people didn't see that, mm-hmm. to them it's all new content. New, so yeah. those are ways you can do stuff to keep stuff fresh. So my point is when you start doing that, you literally end up in the situation we're in, which is I, I have – you know, 412 blog, like <laughs> in a sauna, 412, it says here. I don't even like, it's a matter That's of funny. like, wow, I, which one do I pick next? You yeah. know? So that'll happen. It just, it, it, I remember when I was struggling to get like 10 in there, Okay. you know? Yeah. So it just happens over time. Well, clearly you are the expert in all this stuff. I'm so, I'm so happy to talk to you, but if somebody wants to find, you know, your courses and find out more about affiliate um, marketing or managing their own program, where's the best place um, to find you? Yeah. Go to mattmcwilliams.com. There are two things on there that I I would encourage you to check out. If you want to learn how to make money um, from affiliate marketing, actually, if you want to learn how to make money from affiliate marketing, go to mattmcwilliams.com forward slash quick start. Okay. That's our quick start guide to, you know, start making money with affiliate marketing. It's literally exactly what it says. It's the quick start guide. Mm-hmm. All right. Step one, step two, step three. Uh, we use the acronym start to walk you through step by step on how to get started. Okay. And then uh, if you want to learn how to run an affiliate program, you want to start learning where to find the right affiliates because that's the first step mm. in, you know, starting an affiliate program. Yeah. Uh, go to mattmcwilliams.com forward slash first 100. So f- F I R S T one zero zero. And, uh, I'll show you how to get your first 100 affiliates on board. Okay, cool. And I'm going to recommend, um, your podcast, the affiliate guy. It's excellent. Yeah, and it's, look that up in iTunes or yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, and it's great. And listen. you also have a YouTube channel, correct? We do the affiliate guide.tv. Okay. So perfect. if you go there, you can watch, we've got them organized and some different playlists already organized for you there. Uh, based on where you're at. So if okay. you're literally like, I don't even know what affiliate marketing is, but it sounds great. Go watch our affiliate freedom series. And we oh, describe okay. like just little bits of affiliate marketing. Go watch our beginner series. If you're like, I know what affiliate marketing is. I want to start an affiliate. We've got a, a video series there for you as well. So oh my gosh, that's um, great. yeah, the affiliate yeah. guide.tv. Yeah. And we'll, I'll put links to all that in the show notes. So awesome. I am so happy to talk to you. You're clearly totally lit up with this stuff. I mean, oh, yeah, you're I so it. enthusiastic, so I'm super glad your dad fired you. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Dad. Yeah, well, thanks uh, so much for taking the time, and I'll um, shoot you a link when this is ready. Thanks, Beth. Uh, thanks Take a lot, care. Matt. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes at spinoffsuccess.com, where you'll find all the links and any resources mentioned on today's episode. Subscribe on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast player. The show is now available on Spotify and Google Podcasts, so you can check it out there as well. And I'd really appreciate if you leave a rating and review. It helps others find the show, and it helps out the show in general. Finally, I have one more favor. If you or someone you know 
has a spinoff success story that you think would inspire others or just be interesting to the audience in general, shoot me an email at beth at spinoffsuccess.com and you can either leave me a link to uh, the work that you're doing, maybe a company that you started, or just tell me a little bit about your spinoff success. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time.